God, from the good earth we speak to you, earth made, made fruitful, watered by your rains, and we seek a greater gift, a more abundant life, through the hearing of your word and sharing of the Eucharist. All that surrounds us and sustains us, our continents, our seas, our sun, moon, and stars shall pass away like a day that is gone. Your word shall not pass, the word that is spoken in Christ. May it bring us to life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, just as the rain and snow come down, and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I have sent it. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once, because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The disciples approached him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you. But to them it has not been granted. 
To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look, but they do not see, and hear, but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and be converted, and I will heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. The seed sown on a path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it, and the evil one comes and steals it away, what was sown in his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy, but it has no root and only lasts for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word But then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A woman wrote a letter to her husband, who was in jail, serving time for armed robbery. And uh, in the letter she said that she was ready uh, to uh, plant uh, the potatoes. So he asked, she asked him if he would let her know when and where. So he said, uh, don't, don't do anything. The potato patch is where I hid all my guns. So of course, uh, all the um, jail mail is censored. So. When the police found out, they sent a few police officers to dig up the potato patch. And of course, they didn't find anything. So at that point, the husband wrote to the woman, okay, now you can plant the potatoes. (laughs) Very thoughtful of him that he didn't want her to do all that hard work. So today, Jesus doesn't talk about potato patch, but he talks about different types of um, ground uh, that is uh, where the seed is sown. Of course, uh, it's a parable. So... Uh, we have to understand what, what is meant by it. Jesus explained it very, very clearly. What is unique about this parable? First of all, Jesus talked in parables frequently. Why? Because people couldn't read or write, most of them. So a parable was like a vessel in which they carried home his message or his teachings, of course. So the parable of the sower of the seed is the parable of, of him, uh, the Son of God, Jesus who sows, who offers his words. And of course, people respond differently to, to those words. He, he um, showed four different times of res- responses. So what is important to remember, of course, is, and what we can focus on is four words. Hear, listen, understand, and live. Because even Jesus himself uses the word 
whoever has ears ought to hear. Now the word here, of course, means to listen with our outer ears. To listen, as Jesus uses that word also in the parable, means to listen with our hearts, with our whole person, with our soul and mind, to listen. And then Jesus says we need to understand what is, what is this about? Why are these words spoken? What are, they to, what are they to accomplish? That's why our first reading can be so helpful, because in it, the prophet Isaiah is encouraging people. They are now very, very close to returning home. After living about 50 years in exile in Babylon, God promised them, now it's time to go home. And through the prophet Isaiah, he tells them, I will continue to shower my blessings upon you. My words will be with you. And he uses the image of rain and snow. They come down, but they do something. They don't return without fulfilling their purpose. So he said, my words I will continue to offer you, but don't let them, don't receive them in vain. Make sure they accomplish in your life the purpose for which I give them to you. So again, a great reminder. Does the word of God accomplishes, does the word of God accomplish within us what it's supposed to? Or does it, does it, do we receive it in vain, so to say? It's a difficult, difficult work, no question about it. That's why St. Paul said that he, in a sense, is like a, a pain of labor. He said to the early Christians, you are giving birth. You are giving birth to something special. Because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are giving birth to him again and again through the Holy Spirit. You, give, you bring something into the world. What is it? He challenged them. So he said, this is what, what the fruits of your, of your labor should be. Offer the Spirit of God. Offer what Jesus taught you to the world. So the parable of the sower of the seed, what, what does it do to us as we listen to it? First of all, every parable is meant to challenge us, even to make us uncomfortable. What type of soil, what, what type of soil are, are, are our hearts made of? We heard about thistles, about thorns, rocks. What is unique about this parable is that God reminds us through it that he sows so generously. Jesus could have avoided the crowds. If he heard in the gospel reading, there were so many that they stood along the shore and he taught from the boat. How many did not receive the word of God it was meant to be received? Many also did. But Jesus reminds us that God sows generously without the fear of being disappointed. That he knows perhaps there will be no, no response, but also those who will receive the word of God the way it is meant, they will produce what? A harvest, 30, 60, or 100-fold. If there was a financial institution that comes to you and tells you, give me your money and I'll, I will make sure that your return is 30, 60, or hundredfold, would you give them your money? Maybe you would say, no, that's too good to be true, <laughs> right? Not with God. With God, it is true. Whatever we give him, he can make it grow 30, 60, or hundredfold. That's what the word of God can accomplish. There is a story of a little girl who was sitting on her grandmother's lap, and the grandmother was reading to her from the Bible, from the book of Genesis, the story of creation. And when she finished, she looked at the girl and she said, so what do you think? Do you like it? And she said, I love it, Grandma. You never know what God is going to do next. <laughs> Great response, right? Why? Because it shows 
what, what being active and passive listener means. That's, that's what, what God always experiences, active and passive listeners. We should be those, of course, who are, who are active listeners. And we have to remember that in Judeo-Christian tradition, we encounter God not just by seeing, more frequently by hearing and listening to him. That's the, that's the encounter of God that is more, more experienced than even seeing. That's what our Judeo-Christian tradition tells us. So again, we have heard the word of we have heard the word of God. We have now the next step should be that we listen, we understand, and we live. That's that's the purpose God gives it to us. So let's make sure we live up to the purpose for which the word of God is offered to us, thirty, sixty, or hundredfold. If that's that's really realized in our lives, how different they will be, how different people who will encounter us will will be. So let's be thankful for the word of God that we heard. Let us now listen to it, understand it, and live it. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.